back to the Sage Post 47 podcast. This is Mia Wada, Pomona College Class of 2026, and this episode will be my first time hosting the Sage Post podcast. Today, I'll, I'm joined by Stephanie Yu, Pomona College Class of 2022, and current product manager at Disney Streaming. Stephanie, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thanks, Mia, for the invitation. So to get started, um, can you talk a little bit about your Pomona experience and some, I guess, clubs or activities you're involved in? Yeah, for sure. Um, So my Pomona experience was definitely very pivotal in shaping the person that I am today. I think we can start off with, I guess, career track. So Pomona really afforded me the opportunity to really go outside of my comfort zone to not have to commit to one particular major track very early on, but to be able to dip my feet into all sorts of different kinds of fields. Um, So I came in, I wanted to do um, study economics potentially because it was the largest department within Pomona. And then it was during, um, yeah, the first few days of school um, and my OA trip beforehand that I discovered that a lot of people were pre-med and that kind of galvanized me to try my hand at being pre-med. And I also did research in a bio lab uh, the summer after my freshman year. But after taking a semester of OCHEM, um, I thought about it and I decided that um, being pre-med wasn't right for me. Um, At the same time, I discovered that I had a lot of passion for communication, whether it be written or verbal communication, and I wanted to leverage those skills. So um, I was interested in, um, yeah, being pre-law. So I did an internship with the Department of Homeland Security this summer after my sophomore year, and that was very interesting. Uh, Definitely gave me a peek into really, like, the injustices of the immigration justice system. Um, It was definitely a very difficult experience, but I would say, um, yeah, I I discovered that it also wasn't right for me. I wanted to work in a more fast-paced environment with different kinds of people to be a strong collaborator. And then I tried my hand at, um, I would say it was kind of like sales, but adjacent to consulting financial services. I interned at this firm called the Alpha Sites. Um, the summer before my uh, junior year. And I guess right now I'm talking a lot about my internship experiences. Really, it was Pomona's classes um, and just the fact that I was able to explore anything that really allowed me um, to be able to explore these different internships. So I took classes definitely in um, bio and chem as well as physics. I took a linguistics class. I took um, a Chinese linguistics class as well. And I also took international relations. I took econ. I took politics courses. Um, yeah. And then eventually ended up in public policy analysis and computer science. So completely different as well. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a really good experience too. I think it was through Pomona's very varied education experiences, um, within the classroom that really set me up to be looking for these different internships. And I would say product management where I am right now is the intersection of so many different fields and interests. Um, so definitely I have Pomona to thank for that. So that's just in the kind of education, um, side, but in terms of clubs, um, I think everyone and would be able to empathize with me as a student at Pomona that um, you get inundated uh, with a lot of different clubs and you're like, oh, which ones do I join? Oftentimes you overcommit. So that definitely mm-hmm. happened. Um, but I'd say like the two commitments that I really stuck with throughout college um, would be uh, First Love, which is the Christian Fellowship. 
um, at the Claremont Colleges, um, one of the one of three Christian fellowships. So that was something that I started uh, with a group of students uh, from Pomona my sophomore year. And currently, yeah, it is the largest Christian fellowship at the five C's. It's pretty exciting. And I still help out the students um, here and there and uh, will be hopefully applying for a religious affiliate status at the Claremont Colleges soon. So that's really fun. And then uh, here, here, which is the Christian Journal of Thought at the Claremont Colleges. I also, so I got into that. That's my longest commitment. So I started in the Mm. spring of my freshman year. I started as a writer and then I dabbled in finance. And eventually my junior year, I became the editorial um, co-editor-in-chief, which meant that I managed, um, yeah, all of the writers, all the editors and the designers. Um, and then eventually I switched over to the field staff side, which meant oh. that I managed operations and campus engagement and online content and gave the editorial side to my co-editor-in-chief uh, my senior year. But that was something that I think really allowed me to have the experience of kind of building something. Like for sure with First Love, the Christian Fellowship is a bigger team, but with Here Here, I think I was a little bit more on my own. And so was really able to leverage my creativity, problem-solving skills. Um, when I came into the organization, it wasn't uh, in the best place. And so I was able to switch a lot of things and kind of get it going again. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was really exciting. But other than that, I played golf in Pomona for two years. I played for Pomona Pitzer uh, oh. my freshman and sophomore year. My junior year, we were online, so I didn't get to play. And then my senior year, I decided that my priorities were going to be different, so I didn't continue. But that, I think, is the majority of my involvement at Pomona. Nice. It seems like you're involved in a lot of different academic fields and also different kinds of clubs as well as athletics. Yeah. Going back to like your educational academic experience, was there like a pivotal moment, some professor that made you want to commit to computer science or PPA? I saw that you had a PPA with a chemistry concentration, which I thought was really fascinating. Yeah, no, I, everyone always asked me about that. And I did actually ask the PPA associate director before I graduated, Hilary Laconte. Um, I asked her if anyone had done CSPPA and she doesn't think that anyone has. So I may have been the first uh, CSPPA double major, which is really an honor. But yeah, CS, I would say, to be honest, I was getting a little desperate my sophomore year when I had to declare a major. And I was like, okay, I honestly think it would be the safe bet to have a CS major, a CS degree under my belt to improve my chances at employability, which I think is very like non-liberal arts of a mindset, but honestly, Mm. all students sort of pressure. Um, Mm. And I really wanted to diversify like what I was learning to make sure like, okay, I can have one like maybe more employable major, but also pursue something else outside of that, that would be maybe more closely aligned with my passions. But I do want to say it wasn't that I wasn't passionate about CS. Um, It was, yeah, actually, I would say the second class that I took, which was discrete math and functional programming, um where I was like okay maybe I do want to do CS because it was the hardest class that I had taken up to that point there was one week where I spent like I think 30 hours on the class wow this is yeah second semester sophomore year but I still didn't feel like I hated it I still didn't feel like I was bored of it I was like okay maybe I can keep with this um and as for PPA chem um I did have a lot of chemistry credits from being pre-med and I was like I would like to at least make a minor out of it but let's see what else we can do 
So yeah, it was it was cool to be able to find like, oh, this is totally a valid concentration within PPA. I think policy is something that had always fascinated me um, and was something that I wanted to learn more about, even though I didn't really have too much background there. Um, just because policies really shape like, for example, like um, organizations internally, as well as like define like the parameters of what like people can and cannot do, uh, whether you be like an individual actor or like a corporate actor or whatever. So yeah, that was cool for my thesis. I was able to study the intersection of chemistry and public policy, which was um, for me investigating pharmaceutical policy. So that was um, a lot of fun. But yeah, I would say that's that's how I found my two majors. Nice. Do you think there are like connections or applications to what you studied mainly as your major to the career that you're in right now? Yeah, so I think computer science is maybe the most the most prominent connection that I can draw just because um, for anyone who's interested in product management, it definitely really, really helps to have a CS degree. It's not absolutely required for most PM positions, um, although for a select few, like for example, Google will not even look twice at your application if you don't have a CS degree because they're very, very technical. Um, but other PM positions may not be as technical. So um, at Disney Streaming, I'm definitely like a little bit more of a technical PM, even though I'm not like a TPM, a technical product manager. Um, so mm-hmm. I work on search currently across Disney Plus, Hulu, and Star Plus, which is the Latin American platform. And um, I work more on the back end. So thinking about like, okay, how are like the queries actually being processed? Like, what are we showing to the users on the search landing page if they're going there? Stuff like that. Um, so I would say like having a CS background definitely helps me to speak a little bit more of the same language as the developers and the technical product managers and quality assurance and data and analytics who are the main stakeholders I work with. Yeah, but it's not imperative. And I think like, as they were thinking about where to place me, I think had I not had a CS background, maybe they would have placed me a little bit more on the front end. Uh, So working with design um, and UI UFX rather than with the engineers so closely. Uh, That's just my hypothesis. But in terms of PPA, I think that's something that, and chemistry, it doesn't like explicitly intersect with my day-to-day, but I would say that just like it taught me a lot of problem solving, a lot of communication, a lot of like analytical skills that I'm able to leverage like more indirectly as I navigate my work. Nice. Kind of going back to your experiences and the internships that you had over the years at Pomona, um, it seems like you had a lot of different like career field interests. What was the pivotal moment that made you decide that you wanted to go into product management? Or I'm not even sure how you um, ended up being a product manager at Disney Plus, but could you kind of touch up on a little bit more? Yeah, for sure. And just to clarify, I'm a PM at Disney Streaming, which owns Disney Plus um, in addition to other platforms, but I get that all the time. Um, Okay, sorry. You're good. Um, So yeah, Uh, for me, I would say the pivotal moment was um, this panel that was hosted by the CS department at Pomona, um, where they brought in alums uh, from Microsoft who were PMs to talk about their experiences and share about what is product management, because it's a little bit more of a nascent field compared to a lot of other fields. And so people often get it confused with like project management, program management, 
product owner, for example. So yeah, explaining what it is, explaining how to prep for it, what kind of products um, would are, are available for people to be working on and how to determine what you might be more interested in. So it's a really informative panel. Uh, to be honest, I only attended because I needed credit for my CS Colloquia. Um, <laughs> mandatory, like, I don't remember. I think it's like 12 attendances, like a year, something like that. Um, actually didn't count for that. Um, but I was there and I was like, wait, I had no idea that product management was really a field. So that really kickstarted like my investigations into like, okay, like how do I determine, like, how do I understand a little bit more like what is product management beyond just the one hour that I was able to listen in? How do I determine whether I would be a good fit and whether I would actually be passionate about this? Because I had so many different internships that were all cool, but we're all ones that I felt like were a little bit disappointing in one way or another, not to say that they would be disappointing for other people, but I would say like, just for my interests and skill sets, like more uh, the best match. So that mm -hmm. was kind of uh, really pivotal for me. And then, um, yeah, I'm really thankful that Pomona was able to sponsor me to attend Grace Hopper. So for any CS mm. students out there, tech students, like, please, please do try to apply for a scholarship to Grace Hopper. I didn't know how expensive it was. Um, I was looking it up actually a couple weeks ago because, yeah, my manager was recruiting at Grace Hopper. Um, but yeah, it's like, I think it's like 400, 600 bucks for like a student to attend virtually. So it's a lot. So I'm very... Oh. Wow. That I was able to finance that. And it was through Grace Hopper that obviously I was able to listen in to a lot of panels and sessions, keynotes that were very inspiring. But more importantly, I was able to network and spend that one-on-one -on -one time specifically with some Disney recruiters, um, Disney product managers. Specifically, I had two, spots, two slots, one with a manager within Disney Parks, which I don't work there, but mm. another manager of product management who worked at Disney Streaming, who, yeah, I was able to chat with for just five minutes, but I must have done something right because then she sent my info along to um, a recruiter who reached out to me the following week. Oh, nice. I think you mentioned earlier um, that Pomona's like liberal arts education helped to form who you are today. Um, mm -hmm. In terms of like your personal student life that you had on campus and maybe I think, did you have like one year or two year online? Yeah, so I was online for um, about a little over half of my sophomore spring and then for all of junior year. Mm. Was there like a big difference in your student experience? Is there something that you benefited from online learning at Pomona? Um, can you explain a little bit more about that? Yeah, so online learning, um, I think was challenging for everyone for sure. And I think it was the same for me. Um, I, yeah, I, I feel like when there's online learning, there's just like less of an emphasis on joining clubs and participating in student organizations. So I feel like for the online years, I really did tunnel vision into really just obsessing over my grades and over my academic performance, which was not healthy for me, just being very micromanaging about like doing everything perfectly um, when at the end of the day it doesn't even really matter and I would say like I think it's important to operate according to the Pareto principle which is like 20% of the results um 
yeah, 80% of the results come from 20% of the effort. So if you think about it, like I didn't need to like work this hard, like unless I was really passionate and interested in the stuff, which I was, but I think there was more of a motive of, I, I want to make sure I get that A. Um, so I feel like definitely as a senior, like partially by virtue of being a senior, I was less focused on my academics, but also just being in person made it possible for me to spend more time with friends, do more club stuff. So that was great. Um, the one thing that I really benefited from online year was, yeah, being able to listen to recorded lectures. Um, I felt like that was really good, especially in my computer science classes, where like a lot of times like the professors went through the content pretty quickly or like for me like I didn't have the strongest technical background like I didn't do a software uh, development internship I didn't like have any CS experience prior to sophomore year of college um so I felt like sometimes I was a little bit slower and just being able to hit pause and rewind um definitely helped a lot so I think that was the strongest thing that helped me and yeah, I even like even my senior year, I talked to some of the professors within the CS department to see if they could continue to record their lectures, even though we are in person. It helped a lot with reviewing the material and especially in preparation for exams. Wow, nice. I think a lot of people um, benefited from in-person learning, but it was nice to hear a side of benefits from online learning too. Yeah, Being a CS major and a PPA major, um, double major in both work heavy like workload heavy I guess majors what are some of like the difficulties that you've had over the years either academically with your major or more like personal life student life yeah I mean I think you really named it like both of the classes both of the majors are like I mean PPA is like kind of a huge major I think it's like 16 classes or something um yeah we're like yeah I think some of the other majors are like maybe even half the classes. I think politics is like eight or 10 classes. And then CS is not the biggest. It's like, I think 12 classes or something, but definitely very work intensive classes. Um, so yeah, I think it was just like really learning what it means to not build my identity on my academic performance. It's the most challenging thing because like definitely there's a lot of work on my plate always people are like wow you're so cool like you're doing these two majors you must be performing very well which I think added to the pressure I think also like for me my fondest experiences in college for sure some of them are in the classroom but the majority of them are really within like student organizations and with friends so like learning like how to prioritize learning that like you know I would say in high school um for anyone to be at Pomona or to be at the Claremont colleges you had to be very high achieving you had to get really good grades so in high school um, your grades were really your priority but how to shift away from that in college uh, to realize that it gives you a more fulfilling balanced experience but also even strengthens your resume oftentimes I would say that employers are not looking for people who just have top-notch grades um, if you're going to grad school maybe a little bit more so but especially within tech like a 4.0 is the same thing as a 3.5 for mm. all they it's really about like have you demonstrated that hands-on experience um do you know how to collaborate with people and so like within group projects for sure there's some of that experience but I would say in student orgs um it's definitely heightened a lot more so yeah so I would say I think um yeah to learn that balance um and but also not to overdo it I think my senior year I kind of maybe wish I would have like put a little bit more time into my classes um 
because I went all the way to the other end of just spending all my time in my student orgs. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, not like spending more time in classes, but spending more time like just resting mm-hmm. period um, would have been good. Mm-hmm. Did you find, I guess, did you find that balance over the years that you spent at Pomona was, I'm guessing that you kind of struggled with time time management, but do you have any tips on um, current students about how they can manage that work and like actual, actually having a life balance? Yeah, for sure. I think it's like to, I would say I have a lot of different things to say here. So the first thing I have to say is to not do something just because other people are doing it or just because your friends are doing it or just because it looks good for your resume. Like those are all not compelling reasons to do something. So for example, for me, my junior year, I had already thought like, I probably won't do pre-law. I won't go to law school, like, Mm -hmm. because of my department um, of Homeland Security experience. But then there was a part of me that was like, okay, well, what if I still want to do that? Well, then maybe I should accumulate some more experience in that field. So I applied for J-Board and I actually got that. But then I had a good friend who was like, nah, you can't do that. Like you really need some more balance. Mm -hmm. And so I let it go. I was like, okay, thank you for yeah accepting me but actually my priorities have changed I can't do this anymore so I would say like being able to say no to things that you don't have a really good reason of doing um and especially things that just look good for your resume if you're not passionate about them like yeah like don't do them and I would say like I think there are a lot of ways to like leverage experiences you do have for roles um if you know how to craft the right story so for example for me for product management like I would say the most mm, like traditional experiences that new grad PMs have include like having built and shipped apps before, like maybe within teams or through a class or at an internship, so product management internships, or maybe software engineering internships. Um, yeah, so those kinds of things. I hadn't done any of those things, but I had like learned to like build student organizations and really demonstrate like cross-functional through the two student organizations that I did build, um, even though those were both like maybe kind of specialized as both being like Christian organizations, but they were pretty different in nature. And like the fact that they were Christian didn't take away from the legitimacy of everything that I was doing. Um, so I would say like, I didn't have to take the same path as everyone else. So I think that's, that's another thing. Like oftentimes you'll realize when you graduate, like major doesn't really matter that much. Um, but sometimes it does. You have to really do the research yourself to figure that out. I would say in terms of like more day-to-day things, so not as big picture things, but lower level details um, to really block aside like time where you know you will get good work done. So like, I think like to not expect that work will just get done on its own. Like you need to block aside that time. So for example, maybe your peak productivity is in the morning or maybe it's in the afternoon or maybe it's in the evening. You got to kind of know yourself and block aside that time. And if you don't work well with people around, like you just can't like spend all your time studying with people, even though like being social is definitely very fun. But for me, it was like, okay, like I need, let's say like two or three hours a day, maybe two hours, maybe one hour on a chiller day where like nobody is around. I'm just in the zone doing my work. So to have that really high quality work time, I think um, is really, really huge um, for like productivity so that you're not just like, you know, trying to enjoy yourself like while you are studying, while also trying to socialize and kind of not getting like anything out of it at the end of the day, like really not like having the best socializing experience and also not having the best academic experience. So I think to compartmentalize a little bit, I think can be very helpful. 
Wow, thank you so much for the deep insight. I think I'll definitely take it into account as a first year because mm-hmm. time management is a, an issue that I'm trying to work as well as other probably sure. first year students as well. Um, I'm gonna say one more thing, um, which is like a lot of times, like you may think, like how can I be more efficient? How can I do the same work faster? But a lot of times, it's not about like optimizing. You've already optimized, and the point of life is not to optimize the hell out of it. But like you may have to think about what do you need to cut. So yeah, even if it's like I've I've been talking to my friend who goes to CMC and she's taking a tax planning class, which she kind of added like on a whim. But she eventually evaluated and came to the decision that yeah, maybe not. Like I can't continue with this class, even though it's a class I really like. Let me take it in a future semester when I have a lighter workload. So to like say no to things like even temporarily, I think can be very good. Yeah, I think being able to say no to, I guess, academic stuff and also like socializing is definitely something I personally need to improve on as well. So, thank you so much for your advice. Moving on to like the student organizations that you founded that you touched on a little bit in the conversation we just had, can you explain like why you wanted to start、um, First Love and the other、um, student organization? How it came to be the way it's today, and any difficulties that you've had? Yeah, I could spend many hours talking about that, but because <laughs>、um, I would say student organizations are really what I was most passionate about in college. So, first love actually,、um, yeah, was born out of、um, two groups of students who wanted to do the same thing. So, me and my friend, who was a senior at the time, and then there were also three other sophomores. So, we actually went to John Lopes,、um, and we're like individually, like a week apart. We're like, we want to start this Christian org, and he was like, we can't have both. Like, talk to the other group, and we were like, wait, there's another group. <laughs> That was really cool because we identified like, wow. We really have the same heart for this, and our heart is really for like、um, what we believe to be the most valuable thing in life, which is the gospel. We believe the gospel of Jesus Christ to be shared、um, across the campuses. So that's really what we were about. With like, I guess our, our mission was really our vision was to really like、um, know know God's love,、um, yeah, be changed. By God's love and share it with the campuses. So really, like the the love that we believe is bigger than anything. Like how it transforms us and how it shapes everything. So like to clarify, there are definitely you know、um, Christian organizations already existing at the time,、uh, but we felt like yeah, like the. Current organizations were not necessarily serving the needs of all of the students in the community,、mm-hmm. and that's not to say that they should be serving all the needs. Because how does one organization do everything? So we、mm-hmm. felt time to start something new.、Um, specifically for me and my friend, who was a senior at the time,、um, we had actually. So so he is the one who is my boyfriend, actually. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Because forty-seven、um, president, but so we actually like he led a Bible study in Oldenburg in a common room, and so like students would just come within our friend groups, and eventually got pretty big, and、um, we were kind of thinking about like, wait, should we continue to expand? Should we invite people who are not our friends into this? And so that's kind of how it started.、Um, so that's first love. I would say it's yeah, I. 
obviously like you know we are not trying to like shove religion down anyone's throat we're not trying to like force people to be christian or anything like that but really do encourage anyone if you're interested in exploring christian christianity at all to check it out um yeah i guess you can you can message me 408-505-3331 if you'd like to um, get added to any of our groups. We have groups that serve Christians as well as groups that serve non-Christians. And so that's kind of interesting because, yeah, we believe that faith is not something that is just totally blind faith, but it actually is very rational and we can investigate it. We can look at like, hey, is the Bible credible? Did Jesus really like resurrect from the dead like what does this historical record have to say about that what does archaeology have to say about that and just like a lot of these like different angles um like how do we look at like the meaning of life like what is the way that all different faiths look at it so it's more of an interfaith space to be honest so we've had people who are non-christian who are agnostic atheist or identify um differently in that space so it's a really cool place and i think it's very emblematic of what pomona is really different identities diverse identities coming together identifying common ground but also being able to respectfully disagree with each other and learn from each other to learn more to unlearn certain things and to be more empathetic i think so yeah um so that's first love. And then here, here, Christian Journal of Thought um, is really interesting because the audience of here, here, so for sure it recruits only Christians, but it serves primarily non-Christians. Oh. Um, so basically, we created a journal. Uh, so we published it in print. Um, we tried to do once a semester, but it kind of ended up being once a year mm. where we write to a non-Christian audience um, about the intersection of Christianity with all areas of life that we truly believe that the gospel transforms for example the way that we look at work the way that we look at economics or chemistry the way that we look at politics the way that we look at um racial issues microaggressions the way that we look at altruism and vegetarianism and just everything we've had like writers write on the intersection of like Christianity and all of these different topics because the perception of Christianity oftentimes is that it's very regressive. It's a white man's religion. And we just don't believe that that is true, even though that has been the narrative for so long. And so we kind of are setting out to start these conversations. That was really uh, the mission to generate conversations uh, with diverse mm -hmm. Christian perspectives. So not like, one type of Christianity, but we welcome Catholics or um, yeah, Eastern Orthodox Christians, as well as Christians across any denomination. Uh, Christianity can sound very narrow, but actually there are a billion denominations and people who think very differently <laughs> from each other, kind of all in the same space, all like challenging each other. Um, yeah, and all trying to pursue truth together. So that was really cool. So that's really highlighting, I guess, like the writing, but we have designers that created beautiful spreads. We have online content that marketed our articles with promotional videos that maintained our website, that managed our social media. We had campus engagement that hosted awesome events. We had a launch symposium every year where we unveiled our newest journal, invited people to come read with us and to enjoy refreshments as well. And just like get to know like what like the Christian perspective on a certain thing might be not the Christian perspective, but a Christian perspective, and to hear other people's perspectives too, um, the non-Christian perspective. We're really 
at the time trying to start conversations, but also join in on existing conversations that the non like faith sphere was maybe having. Um, and then we also had operations um, that did a lot of our finance, that did data analytics, that did partnerships, that did recruitment and so many things. Um, so that was here, here, I'd say the challenges there really, um, I think like that was the first time that I had really poured into an organization to really like build it into what I used to think of as a professional development platform. So of course, like we had our mission and everything, but I really wanted people who committed their time to not feel like they're throwing away their time in terms of recruiting for jobs or internships that like the skills you learn when you are doing here, here, you can talk about in your interviews, like you can leverage to get you the job that you want. Like we are a legitimate organization. And so like, that was really the case for me. Um, I wrote about my here, here experiences. Um, yeah, when I was, yeah, that was my application to lift uh, for the associate product manager role. And yeah, I advanced to the next round with that supplement. So I wrote about here, here. Um, so yeah, I'd say the challenges there, definitely thinking about like how not to burn people out. Cause I think we had had like so much turnover in that organization, especially like I really wanted to build it out to be very successful, but I had to, I had, a, I made a lot of mistakes. Like yeah, just being too output centric rather than people centric. And then eventually like kind of being people centric, but like maybe forgetting what it truly means to be Christian. Um, so like a lot of different questions that we explored. And then especially like when there was like, eventually when I left and I had been with the org for so long, like generally when the CEO of a company leaves and the company is like, okay, who are we? Like, what are, what is the path we're going to forge? And I think our org definitely experienced that. Um, but currently, yeah, Ellie Chang and um, Nina Howgoldstein, uh, they are both from Scripps. Uh, one is a junior, one is a sophomore. They are running this publication and yeah, I'm excited to see what they can do with it. Wow, that's so much that we covered in regarding your student organizations. And I think it's definitely an inspiration for people who are interested in either Christianity or like interfaith dialogue or just anyone who's um, has a, even a slight interest in making student organizations here on campus. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Um, so we covered a lot of things and um, I think we're going to start wrapping up, but um, do you have any tips for current Pomona students um, related to career, academics, student life, just anything that you want to mention? Yeah, for sure. So I guess with regards to career, um, I would really encourage all students to be very proactive with messaging alumni, uh, cold messaging on LinkedIn, for example, or just getting the contact information somehow and putting your name out there and even asking to meet up. So I do maybe like a couple calls a week with students who want to learn more about product management or who want to learn more about Disney streaming um, and who are interested in like breaking into these fields or, or this company. And Honestly, the more, majority of them are not Pomona students. I talked to someone from WashU. Um, where are the other people that I talked to? I don't remember. But they, they attend colleges all across the U.S. So, yeah, just reach out. The worst someone can do is not respond, which is fine. It's fine. Yes, you got rejected, but you're still in the same place that you were before, right? Mm -hmm. 
didn't lose anything. You can craft a message and send it out to a billion people and see who gets back to you. So to really cast your net wide, to build those relationships, I think to be very personable and not uptight when you're talking to people, because, you know, they're people too, and they like want to be, they, they want to talk to people who are down to earth. They want to hear about your stories. They want to like form a relationship with you, like if they're willing to do these calls. So yeah, I would say that. And then to, to follow up afterwards and to even like ask for like resume feedback, to ask for referrals, to ask for, um, yeah, even for them to mock prep with you, like do mock interviews with you. So I asked like people who I totally did not know, like had no connection to product managers at Duolingo, at Indeed, um at linkedin different places i was like hey can you like we had a good conversation we hit it off i asked for resume feedback i asked for mock interviews i asked for um yeah referrals to visa to to other places and they they gave them to me even though we didn't have a relationship so to really like be intentional with doing that like you never know where it will lead you to like they might be and especially during those um, calls to really try to cast your net even wider to be like, okay, like, is there anyone else who you think I should talk to who would be interested in connecting with me? They might be like, oh, I can't really help you, but my friend here can. And then maybe you have a new connection, a new lead for an internship or a job there. Mm. So to really do that. Um, but also I would say to not stress about yeah, getting an internship, getting a job, which sounds very cliche. And like, how do you not stress, right? Like people come into college and it's like, okay, like I'm in college so that I can get a job. And like, for sure, that's like part of it. But really what's more important than that is you developing as a person, right? Like it's not just like college is this intermediary, but college is a destination in and of itself. Like who is the person that you want to become? I didn't really get the opportunity to talk about this, but I guess like I grew so much as a person. I'm so different right now compared to when I set foot on campus as a freshman, as a baby freshman. Um, I, yeah, definitely like deepened my faith a lot, um, but also like was able to understand faith from a multitude of perspectives, not just the one kind of faith that I grew up in. So different kinds of Christianity and even like non-Christian religions or even atheism, agnosticism, I understand worldviews more. I am so much more empathetic as a person um, and able to talk to people from different backgrounds because growing up, I was in more of like an ethnic enclave. Um, but then like coming to Pomona, like being at one of the most diverse colleges in the U.S., like I had never had like African-American or African friends or Latino, Latina friends like growing up. And now like they are a lot of like honestly the majority of my friends like I had basically only hung out with Asian people um like growing up and that definitely I, I made a lot of Asian friends but also a lot of a lot of friends who didn't look like me so yeah I changed a lot as a person and I would say like the value of college was not just oh I landed this like really cushy job with Disney streaming that's a lot of people's dream job like mm -hmm. no it was really like the person that I became because even as I am at Disney streaming, they're not just looking at my skills, but they want to know that they have a colleague who has an interesting story and who's able to collaborate well, who's able to hear people's stories out and to, to connect with people. So yeah, to realize like you want to really, I would say like imagine yourself at the end of four years 
college what do you want to have accomplished who do you want to be and it's not just it shouldn't just be i want to have landed this job and that's it no it should be i want to have grown in these areas maybe i can manage my stress so much better now maybe i feel like i'm able to connect with these groups that i wasn't able to before maybe i feel like i increased a lot in like my public speaking my communication and like you know, conflict resolution, being able to forgive people, like whatever it is for you to really think about that and to not see college as just um, a platform for securing a job. Wow, that was a really good advice to me personally, and also probably to a lot of first years and other students at Pomona as well. Yeah. Thank you so much for um, coming on the podcast today, Stephanie. Yeah, for sure. And um, I guess I'll just say like to any student out there, like if you are feeling stressed or if you, if you want to talk to me, if you want to connect, if you want to learn more about product management or anything, like really do feel free to reach out um, to me on LinkedIn. You can just type in Stephanie U and I will come up. It says product manager one at Disney streaming. You can cold message me and be, and I'd be happy to help you out. So yeah, there are lots of people willing to help you out out there. And I am not, I would say the kindest but really like I'm just paying it forward because I received help from so many people who I did not know complete strangers who were very kind to me so yeah do reach out and then eventually when you do get that job that you wanted then you can do that for other students at Pomona too yeah thank you so much for all of your time today and all of your experiences sharing that with on the podcast we'll see you guys in the next episode